Yes, indeed, we are awaiting your phone call or text uh, question. Same number, as a matter of fact, 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis, good morning. How are you doing this week, and was it a busy one for you guys? Ah, oh, yeah, very busy week. It was, it was. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Doing really well. I mean, I, again, I'm looking at the, uh, <laughs> the forecast. We talk about this every week. Uh, only today we're looking at maybe showers overnight, but 81 for a high. I know. My goodness, I'm sure you, uh, all your crews are very happy with the forecast like that. I know. We're even looking. Uh, if you look out into the, like the 10 day, we're still looking at highs in the 60s. So, uh, yeah. very, very uh, pleasant uh, start to October here for us. So it's uh, it's nice to be able to get things done. And we had a, a really awesome week. My little brother uh, Alex is uh, really involved in the Builders Association. Denny and Build Wisconsin came to the western part of Wisconsin. Even had some. Uh, Minnesota schools join us. What it was is uh, a lot of area schools from western Wisconsin and eastern Minnesota came to the Glenwood City County Fairgrounds and participated in remodeling different buildings. They got to try siding. There was kids running little mini track hose. Uh, you name a trade, it was represented there by a company with their workers working with kids all day long. It was Hundreds of kids came through there, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, even uh, big truck driver companies were there talking to kids about about driving trucks, and uh, so they got a little taste of everything uh, down there. They got a lot of hands-on uh, um, uh, efforts. Uh, where I, I talked to this uh, 13-year-old uh, young lady who spent two hours putting together a garage door with our friends uh, at Blackhawk Garage <laughs> Door. So. There was, a, there was a lot of things going on down there. GAF was there working with kids on roofing. We had people working with LP, with our, with our leaf guard machine. It was, uh, it was, it was a special day, and uh, we're looking forward to doing it again. Linda's construction has always been, especially in recent years, very proactive in getting uh, folks, young folks especially, uh, interested in the trades. And and rightly so. I mean, it's it's and maybe we're repeating ourselves, but this is a good job. This is a good career. It's a good life, right? It is. And um, you know, uh, we we talked a lot about that with with parents and teachers and and kids throughout the day. And one of the things that you you, you start to 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 be very grateful for is you know over the last uh, eighteen months or so, we've been able to work. And we've been able to be outside. We've been able to be, we're not stuck indoors all the time. And I, and I think our, our tradespeople are healthier for it. And this is why we chose this career. It's, a, it's something new every day. We get to work outside. We're not staring at a computer screen all the time, although computers become more and more uh, part of our job every day. Uh, it, it, it's just a, it's a great career. And you can make a very comfortable wage. There's 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 plenty of people in the trades that are making, you know, in that, that close to six figure mark wearing a tool belt every day, Denny. If you yeah. if you can be a craftsman, you really uh you, there's there's lots of opportunity out there for you. And like you said, and it makes a big difference. Uh, I've even said it about uh, the, the days in radio. Uh, every day is different. Uh, but you're right, every day in your career uh is different or you're in the trades plus and again, we're getting off on a little bit of a tangent here, but we have some great schools, do we not? Great uh, tech schools that uh, the young folks or anybody can attend to maybe think about a new career. Yeah, you know, and and all the tech schools were down there uh, represented as well, as long as as well as some of the uh, the armed forces is talking to to young people 
But uh, that's one of the, the nice parts about the trade. With the right company, um, you can get in an apprentice program or like we, we have our different tiers that we train people on. And and once you're, you know, over after working with a company like us for about two years, Danny, you might have the ability to run a crew. You're going to get that much training. And, and this is free training. This isn't something you pay for. In fact, you're getting paid while you're going through this training process. So you really start to weigh out those options and what a school costs, what a two-year school costs, what a four-year school costs, and what it costs to go into an apprenticeship program. And, and boy, oh, boy, it's uh, one thing about going into those apprenticeship programs. You're not paying off, you know, $80,000 of student loans in your 30s. Boy, that's so true. And one thing about Lindis, and then we'll get on to some questions. And by the way, if you do have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, call, uh, call Andy or send Andy your text. Either way, same number. Six five one four six one nine two two six, and the folks that join Linda's Construction and have been working for Linda's Construction, some some of your folks have been there a long, long time. Yeah, we're celebrating you know five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five year anniversaries every month, Denny. So it's been a, been a lot of fun, and that's just going to continue. We uh, we pride ourselves in the lack of turnover and. Uh, we always we always joke that once we get our hooks in you, it's going to be tough to leave, and uh, it seems to be that way. We have our our team is fun to work with, and uh, they're 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 about as good as it gets. And you treat uh, your people so well. That mean that, that means so much to me to see that. Yeah. Um, well, if you can't take care of the people that take care of you, Denny, what kind of what kind of person are you? <laughs> you you lose if you don't. You lose is what happens. Uh-huh. Uh, this interesting question. Uh, are you aware, Texter says, of an accurate website that ranks roof shingle manufacturers for question? Uh, are you aware, Texter says, of an accurate website that ranks roof shingle manufacturers as far as quality, durability of their product? I'm wondering whether Owens Corning shingles rank among the competition. I don't know. Maybe you know of a website, but uh, we talk about uh, GAF shingles all the time here. How would you answer that question? Uh, I'm aware of a few different websites and a few different uh, YouTube-type uh, videos that have been put out there um, trying to go through the pros and cons of all types of shingles. One thing you have to keep in mind is whether it's Owens Corning, Certainty, GAF, Malarkey, IKO, any of the manufacturers, they, they, they usually have a lower-grade shingle and then a higher-grade shingle. Um, Take that into consideration when you're choosing a shingle and then read the fine print on the warranty. Not all 50-year warranties are are created the same, and not all 50-year warranties are created the same with a specific manufacturer. There's enhancements to said warranty. For instance, uh, the warranty that, that we like to use and the shingles that we like to use are going to be in the designer line, which is the upper line of GAF shingles. Owens Corning has a designer line type shingle too, Certain Teed has a designer heavy, heavy-duty shingle. Most of these manufacturers have stopped making a lot of their nicer shingles because most contractors don't use them. GAF uh, made a big run for us and made sure we were taken care of for the year. So not only are you getting a heavier-duty shingle, a better shingle, one that's even a little bit more aesthetically pleasing, you're getting the enhanced warranty with Linus Construction where it's a 50-year non-prorated warranty on everything, including the workmanship. So it's the golden pledge with the golden ticket is what we call it from, from Linus Construction. We're one of the only ones in the country that offer a 50-year workmanship warranty to go along with the 50-year manufacturer's warranty. 
That is such a big deal. You really got to think about that and wrap your head around it because that that is quite an amazing warranty. Really is. It is. Um, and, and and we've had three warranty claims, Denny. And I'm yeah. telling you, it was easy peasy, and there was zero auto pocket dollars uh, for for the the client. So it uh, you know it's never fun to go through, but I'm telling you, I don't have a lot of those stories with manufacturers on warranty claims. Fantastic. All right. We I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a quick break here. Let's uh, invite our listeners to uh, join in on the conversation. Any kind of a home improvement question you might have, maybe you're about to begin a project or in the middle of one, uh, you want uh, some help from Andy, call in your question or send a text if that's easier. Same number again. That's 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show this Saturday morning where we move to uh, 63 now in the Twin Cities, but uh, still high, predicted to be near 81. Stay with us. On News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction. I don't think I spelled it yet, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus answering your home improvement questions this morning. Uh, You can call Andy if you like, if you want to chat with him, or again, uh, just send Andy your question via text. Both numbers same, 651-461-9226. Andy, let's get to the phones. I think we have a caller from Blaine. Marlo is calling in from uh, Blaine this morning. Marlo, you are on with uh, Andy Lindis. What is your question? Uh, Hi, Andy. Um, We have a hip roof, and we get an ice dam yearly, and it takes out the kitchen ceiling. We asked somebody to put a heat tape on the roof, and he's been doing it. And then he said, I don't do it anymore because we puncture the roof and give you leaks. Is that right? Yep. I wouldn't uh, – I would try to stay away from heat tape as as, as much as you, you possibly can. I would, however, take a look at your insulation and ventilation. You sound like the perfect candidate to get one of our free heat map analyses. So just uh, go to lindusinstruction.com or look us up on the and look us up on the web or call us at one eight hundred LeafGuard. We'll set up a free estimate, uh, free heat map analysis. Take a look at your insulation and ventilation. See what we can do to alleviate those ice dams. Chances are, that's the problem. Uh, you haven't seen the house, obviously, but what would your guess be if they're having those issues and having that kind of damage? Uh, what would you predict is is the uh, what's going on there? Uh, I'm guessing in the kitchen area, there's there's some kind of culprit, some type of preparation. Either a lot of times those false soffits that that uh, you know those those little boxes you build because you don't want to put cabinets all the way up to the top of the ceiling. Um, those are under insulated. Maybe there might be can lights in the area. Might be where the the kitchen range is is venting out. Those are all big time culprits of heat loss that can cause the snow melt and the ice damming in those areas. And I'm, I'm just saying the kitchen area because that's the ceiling area that, that, that gets damaged on a, on a regular basis. So I would take a look at that. And it might be just condensation because of the warm air meeting a cold surface that is causing that kitchen damage ceiling as well. It might not be the ice damming in the roof. I, I'd have to do a, a further inspection, but that's one of those things that we can get to the bottom of really quickly during the heat map analysis. Andy, I'm going to read this text, and maybe you can uh, interpret it for me. Uh, what is the difference between green-treated lumber and two-time ground-contact cedar-tone lumber, which is the best for a sill plate on concrete? Texture says, I am using a sill 
steel gasket and which would be the best for an outside shed base. A big box lumber desk told me color was the only difference. What would you agree? Thanks, love yes. the show. Yeah, my understanding is it's just uh, the difference in uh, in color. So, what is this texture talking about? So, uh, there's two types of treated lumber: the green treat and then the cedar treat, cedar tone treat. So, it's just uh, my understanding is it's it's a difference in the color. Um, I would uh, I've had I've seen this it seems like the cedar tone might crack a little bit more and dry out a little bit faster I'm not, it's just uh, I got no science behind that or no facts behind that whatsoever just some observations on on some of the things that I've done with it but uh, take a look at the price and 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 trust the lumber guy okay again here's our phone number it's also a text number six five one four six one nine two two six. Andy, this texture says, hi, guys, our new, quote, new windows whistle with every breeze. They've done this uh, since installation. What do you think is the problem? Is it a cheap window? The per- uh, is the person who installed them uh, the problem? Uh, the windows came from a big box store. What? Uh, how would you address that one? Um, well, just because they came from a big dot box store doesn't mean they're bad windows. You can definitely order good windows from there. It's just usually not the direction people go when they're ordering windows from that area. Having said that, uh, my experience uh, tells me that installation is usually the culprit, not knowing the exact brand of windows um, that were installed. I would guess it was in, uh, installation. Now that could be it could be a, just a bad window as well. I I don't know, but my guess would be installation. Two year old windows should not whistle. You should not feel the air movement happening. And my guess is this was some type of pocket window, was not a full frame replacement. So none of the air infiltration and water infiltration measures that would take place when we're doing the frame of the window. Um, were addressed either. So you might want to take a look at that. Again, Denny, the heat map analysis will tell us everything we need to know what's going on with that house. It'll tell us why that window leaks, where it leaks, and uh, what we can do to fix it. How, you know, as you back up a little bit uh, and uh, uh, tell our listeners how how they can get one of those uh, tests. Lindisconstruction.com. You can find us on any social media platform out there. Just type in Lindis. You should be able to find us or 1-800-LEAFGUARD, and uh, we will come out and give you a free estimate and a heat map analysis. All right. Very good. We'll mention that again before Andy leaves us. Uh, Let's grab a phone call from Karen, who is calling this morning, I think, from St. Paul. Karen, good morning. You're on with Andy Lindis. Oh, thank you. Hi, Andy. Here's my question. We have an unheated three-season porch that was sheetrocked, and we want to prime it and paint it. But what the situation is, my husband put some uh, tape around the woodwork area of the windows, and in the process of taking the tape off, he tore some of the surface of the sheetrock. When he put the primer over that sheetrock area where it, um, where some of it came off, um, it turned pink. And so I don't know if there's something that we need to do to this sheetrock um, mm-hmm. before we actually paint or why it turned pink. So just, uh, I'm not sure about the pink uh, part, Denny, um, but it's, it's it's definitely some type of reaction with the, the, the sheetrock there. But a good, uh, you know, just how you would tape a seam on a sheetrock, 
the mud mm -hmm. that you would use there. If you go over the top of the, that, 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 that damaged area of the sheetrock with that mud and let it dry and get a good sand and then paint, you're going to be better off. So, and you might have to use that, if it's a really big gouge, you might have to use some of the tape that, uh, that you can get. And you can get the really nice mud uh, that's, it's light, it's pre-mixed at, at most box stores or hardware stores. And that stuff will go on one color and, and it'll dry a different color. Okay. And that's just to let you know when it's good enough to sand and, and do light coats. Otherwise, you're going to spend a lot of time sanding. Sanding, <laughs> cleaning up. Mm -hmm. All right, Karen, thank you. Ona Willard, Kevin, you're going to be next right after our forecast, the weather forecast, so don't go away. Uh, if you have any kind of a home improvement question, we have just about another half hour to go here. So call us or text us. It is the same number, 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is answering your questions as usual today, uh, either by phone or by text. And again, it's the same number. Whatever is easy for you. If you want to chat with Andy, call him or send a text, 651-461-9226. Well, Andy, we've got callers. We have texters as well. Let's uh, get back to it. Kevin is back uh, from uh, Mendota Heights, I think, calling in. Kevin, thank you. What, what's your question? Hi, good morning. Uh, I'm wondering if Minnesota has a shingle match law in a little dispute after a hailstorm with my insurance company, and if Andy has ever been through the appeal process with an insurance company that will not replace a roof. What do you um, think, Andy? Yes, and this is uh, definitely one of those things where it's a case-by-case -case basis, and, and it can be... From a lot of factors, from the adjuster to the insurance company to what the actual damage is to the type of shingle that you have on your house, the the match law is not in Minnesota. Um, having said that, it's uh, it's usually pretty. To be honest with you, Danny, we don't have a ton of disputes with adjusters anymore. We I think this was more of a problem five years ago than it is right now. And, and the way that we can go about, and I have gone through the, the third-party process, the appeals process, the public adjuster process, all of that can be, be, be good. Um, but it's, it's damage is pretty obvious when you can find it. And it's usually not a hard process with most insurance companies that, that I work with. Having said that, they're not all, they're not all treated the same. Um, you got to be careful on, on how you, you pick your insurance company and, more importantly, the agent in which you buy it from. I think uh, my customers that, that work with those independent agents that sell a variety of different insurance companies, not just one insurance company, seem to have a better, better results in the claim process than uh, some of the other bigger type uh, insurance companies out there, Denny. Hmm, interesting. You can pursue that questioning in a bit here. Uh, Dale, I think, is calling in, however, this morning from Chaska. I think I don't want to leave somebody hanging on the line. Dale, what is your question for Andy? Hi. Uh, I got my son-in-law is installing a soffit underneath his deck to rainproof it so he can watch TV and stuff underneath it. 
Do you see any problems with installing a soffit underneath the deck? Um, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, different under decking type systems out there. Um, I've seen people use metal roofing underneath deck, soffit panels underneath deck, or any type of the systems designed to be put underneath the deck. Know that they all have some type of maintenance in them and that anytime you drop something, uh, through the board in the deck, it's going to be in there and it can cause a clog on the channel. Usually... These aren't always going to be 100% waterproof. It's going to be markedly better. But uh, even the ones that are designed to channel the water away without some annual maintenance or a couple of times a year getting cleaned out with the, the debris that can get in there, it can, it can cause some issues. So just be careful about that. And it's kind of an easy way to make another little bit of a livable space as long as you know that it's not going to be perfect. And you want to make sure it's sloped away. So no water can stand in there and come into contact with moisture, so or, or no come into contact with wood. It, it, it's fine if 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 wood gets wet, it just needs a chance to be able to dry out. So you you have to get that water away from the house. Andy, a friend of mine, uh, they live in the city of Minneapolis proper, and uh, he was asking me about. Um, he thinks he needs a new roof, and he said, "You know what? I really like to have." And it's an older home, nothing fancy. Said, uh, I'd really kind of like to have a steel roof. I'd love to see that snow slide off. Are there any restrictions? I mean, if, of course, we're talking about the city of Minneapolis proper. Can you put a steel roof uh, um, on any home, period, like in the uh, city of Minneapolis? Are, are there restrictions? You know, uh, certain neighborhoods have restrictions. Uh, I can't think of any in uh, the city of Minneapolis. Usually, got to get out into the, the 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 burbs and your your neighborhoods uh, that it may be a little bit more gated or those those types of neighborhoods sometimes have covenants where you have to specifically use these colors, these types of materials, um, which always it, it boggled my mind that they were manufacturer specific at times too. I just wonder uh, what. Uh, It'd be be nice to be those manufacturers on the front end uh, to be able to get. Uh, yep, you can only use this shingle or hmm. this type of wood or this color uh, in those neighborhoods. So those seem to be going away, though, Denny. Uh, a decade ago, we ran into it on a regular basis, but those rules and and those in most of those those neighborhoods seems to be a little bit more relaxed. I haven't ran into an area where we couldn't use a metal roofing in quite some time. We received a call just a moment or two ago about uh, insurance and any squabbles. And uh, mm-hmm. you said that uh, you, meaning Linda's, you really don't have any trouble with adjusters. And I presume part of that reason is because many, if not most of these adjusters, know Linda's construction and the quality. But why, do you th- why else do you think that you don't really have any major issues these days as years ago? <laughs> We're usually not trying to lie to them <laughs> you know oh, we're not we're not trying to make up damage but if we're, if we're getting an adjuster involved it's usually because it's it's because there's damage so and we're going to meet them and and we have the tools that we can use to show what the damage is we have the knowledge behind everything that we do so we in our inspection process denny is going to be pretty robust. We we try to make it as easy as possible for the adjuster to get all their measurements, every part of damage, all of the cost breakdown. So when they when they get to the job, they can they take a look at it and make a decision. 
It's the, the wishy-washy stuff that can get you in a little bit of trouble. And, and if, you're, if you're angry right off the gate and, and uh, you're, you don't treat these people well, sometimes that can come back to bite you as well. You know, remember, these people uh, are, are dealing with uh, adjusters, uh, for the most part, are dealing with people that are having a pretty bad day. Yeah. And and if you can be a little bit of ray of sunshine in, in, in that process with those adjusters, usually that can go a long ways. Having said that, the number one thing is, does it have damage? Can we show it has damage? And if yes, go from there. And a couple of occasions, just we didn't see eye to eye with adjusters, and then we get a second adjuster involved and maybe a public adjuster and go from there. And, and again, th- these people want to give the customer good news. Most adjusters don't want to, they're not looking for a way to rip you off. They just yeah. aren't. They're not, they're not compensated that way. They're just, they're, 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 they, the insurance companies don't compensate their people to not pay you. It's just not how they're paid. So they want to show damage, but they have to be able to prove it with images to their superiors. As long as we can do that, usually the process is pretty easy. Well, that's good news. That's good mm-hmm. to hear. And Six five, any, yeah. We, we've done this enough now. We know the size of hail that it takes to damage a shingle for the most part. And we know the wind. We know the, the area of the storms. We have every computer program known to man that's going to tell us exactly when the storm happened and the size of hail. If we can show that and damage, it's usually a good process. If you can't get those two things to line up, it can be a little bit difficult of a, a process. And sometimes some shingle manufacturers damage in a way where it looks like storm damage, but it's really just the manufacturing process, and it takes a pro to see that. And you have uh, voiced an opinion in years past that it, it, insurance companies can really vary with how they treat their customers. Yes, um, you know, uh, not that not not that all the largest companies in the world are are, are bad, but those, those ones know how to do it the cheapest. Like uh, I can tell you. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, is it Chuba or Chubba? Chuba Chub? Yep, Chubb. Chub. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when we get a customer that has them, one, I never hear people talk about their insurance agents the way they talk about Chubb. I mean, people, like, they're like family friends, and they love mm. them, and they're just the best people in the world. But the, the claim process, these, this is a company that they, they want their clients to get the best job they can, not the cheapest job they can. They want their house fixed right. And that's important to them. And, and, and I guess that's why their their clients love them so much. Here's our phone number, 651-461-9226 for your home improvement questions. Here's one, Andy. It says, when installing vents outside for my attic, should the fins face the house or away from the house? What, what was installed in the attic? Uh, vents outside for my attic, it says. Installing vents outside. I wonder what kind of vents they are. They're talking about fins facing the house or away from the house. Are they talking about the soffit vents? I don't know. That's going to be pretty self-explanatory in how that goes in. Remember, maybe that uh, maybe that text text. So that if it's a soffit vents, you're going to have it face away from the house because that's your intake. So you're going to be taking taking in air there. be Maybe that's guess. what they and, mean. And, and the actual vent itself, if it's a roof vent, will have instructions on how it should be installed. And if you can't find those instructions, try to look online or get a professional involved. I bet you're right, though. I bet it's a soffit vent, vent they're talking about. Makes sense. 
anyway. Now, more importantly, just putting in a soffit vent usually isn't always the answer. You want to make sure that. Now, more importantly, just putting in a soffit vent usually isn't always the answer. You want to make sure that you have a free, clear line of sight for that air to move. Sometimes that, in, that entails installing added chutes. This can be done from the soffit area. Um, you might not be able to fasten it all the way up between the roof trusses. So this is a foam bevel that goes between the trusses that's attached to the roof deck. So any of the insulation that gets pushed against the, the outer plate there, Denny, it's not going to take up the entire air gap, allowing that air to move from the soffit to the attic space freely. Yeah, makes sense. All right, they're waving at me. We need to take a break. So, uh, Andy, hang on. We're going to take this break. We have time for uh, your uh, home improvement question, either by phone or by text. We'll pick up where we left off at 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. That's the number to call or that number to text. Same number, 651-461-9226. Denny Long along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction answering your home improvement questions as usual uh, this morning. Uh, let's see, Andy, we've uh, got textures. I don't want to run out of time here. Uh, here's one. It says, uh, we're planning on putting on a new roof and new gutters. Should the gutters be on first? What do you think? Mm, no. Uh, you do want to have a good uh, plan and how those gutters are going to be flashed. Uh, with us, we are going to do some flashing with the roofing and then some flashing with the gutters. Um, especially if it's going to be a leaf guard type product. But the roofers tend to wreck gutters. Remember, all those shingles are going to have to come down somewhere, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. In fact, on almost all home improvements, is say we're going to be doing roofing, siding, windows, and, and gutters. We're going to do the roof first. Just uh, we're going to start from the top and work our way down. Just We seem to have better luck that way, Denny. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, this, this one is in reference to our conversation uh, a bit ago about insurance. Uh, this listener says uh, they had hail in South St. Paul this spring. My neighbor, Texter says, got a new roof, but mine was denied. Any thoughts? You know, uh, that happens. And it can be from the direction the storm came, the way your house faces, the tree coverage that you have, and the type of shingles that, that you have compared to what your neighbor has. Again, um, and, and but... But if if you really do suspect there is damage, sometimes right after a storm, if if your roof is wet at all, it can be hard to see that damage. And and and, and sometimes people make mistakes. I don't know if if you're uncomfortable with it. I wouldn't hesitate to try to get a second adjuster out there or a professional to take a look at it and see what they they think. Be careful though. This is one of those things I always caution people when you are. Um, the, the door knockers that want to inspect your roof, yeah. Um, just walking on a roof can damage it. You need to be careful, and you need to trust the person is going to take that type of care on that roof. And usually the people that you call out to your house have a little bit more care than the ones that just show up. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, interesting comment. From this uh, listener, it says, I work for an insurance agency. Because of the extraordinary cost of hail claims, most insurance companies are changing the language in their policy and are now requiring the addition of an endorsement with an extra premium charge that will then provide matching coverage. 
Every company policy is different, and also roof versus siding matching can vary. This is a big issue now with insurance companies. Any comment on that comment? Uh, it's more on the siding matching that seems to be the biggest issue with insurance companies than, than roofing. Um, you know, and I know some language did, did change for some policies, but that was uh, a couple of years ago when it, it comes to the roofing. And I know insurance companies have been going out and inspecting houses, and the ones that they, they looks like a roof that could be susceptible to hail damage or a roof that's on its last life anyways, they're getting, I've, I've had people call us and say, I have to get a roof or my insurance company is going to drop me. Um, we, we have experienced that more in the last two years than, than before. And I know there are a lot of hail claims out there, but these, these insurance companies on those premiums, they're, I wouldn't feel uh, sorry for the insurance companies just yet. Okay, not just yet. Anyway, thanks to that uh, listener for sending us that text. Uh, Here's another problem. Uh, This one says, we have city water in Columbus, and it has rust in it. It gets on the concrete driveway. What's the best way to clean that rust off? Now, I've got a concrete driveway, but I I don't have that issue. Uh, Do you have any ideas? I don't know if CLR would would do it. Uh, I was thinking if I had it, I'd probably call Semstone people. Yeah, I go to the Semstone. Uh, I know my dad did. a used an acid to clean some rough spots off concrete once. An erratic acid maybe. Um, and if you go to any Semstone store, there's going to be concrete cleaners specifically designed for that. Follow the directions and you're going to be okay. Uh, is would be the best advice I could give you. Which reminds me, I probably have to head to Semstone. Uh, I did not have yet to seal the... Uh driveway this year but you know we have oak trees around here and those leaves will stain Mm -hmm. they they dissipate after a while but uh, i don't know about rust fortunately i don't have that issue but uh, we'll uh, check with semstone is uh, the advice we would give how about tire marks denny that those usually i can in some cases i can they will wear eventually but uh, i'll uh, take a pressure washer and get most of that off, but they they end up just like the oak stains; they'll they'll dissipate with the sun you know, and the. Uh, and if we get an snow, attachment for that pressure washer. You ever seen like those disc pressure washers? They have little brushes underneath them, so you're getting brush and pressured water. I thought that was going to be you know the the ticket. This is going to be my easy way of cleaning the driveway. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't doesn't even put a dent in the, in oh, the tire marks no. on my driveway. I, I thought, nope, I got to go full. I got to go full nozzle, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I won't uh, spend my money on that then. <laughs> okay, thanks. <for> you. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> don't, don't. Stuff. It was two hundred and fifty dollars uh, oh, really? that I spent on that thing, and uh, I used it uh, forty-five minutes and didn't clean anything. No, I got to get to it. Another job on my list. Uh, I think we've got time for one more text, and then we've got to run. Uh, here's one. It says, "I have a fifty-year-old house." I would like to fill the cinder block cores. What would you recommend? What do you think about that one? Depending on where the cinder block cores are, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I would uh, get an insulator involved. I would have to, this is uh, going to be a conversation, and we're going to have to figure out a lot of things on that. I don't even know if it's possible, to be honest with you. Never they, been asked uh, to do that. I would see that uh, more of like an R6 insulation on the outside of the wall. 
and then and then coding that might be your better bet than 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 trying to fill the cinder block walls. Would that be a, a call to Jesse Treble? No, that'd be a call Not to really? instruction. I would think uh, to do the spray foaming or oh, okay. some type of insulation work and, and getting sure. our insulators out there to take a look at it. If we have to get Jesse involved, we will. Um, if it's the the basement walls, just anytime somebody tries to fill walls with any type of insulation without removing anything, Denny, it creates problems. I've never yeah. seen a house that that's been done to where it was done well. Andy, we have 60 seconds and we got to run. Is there any, the listener says, any steel siding that's manufactured and produced in the U.S.? Uh, yes, Quality Edge. Oh, uh, manufactured in Michigan, and uh, we have a couple of different manufacturers in the U.S. here that we use, and the machine makes it right on the job site. So if you want uh, steel siding, we'll come out and give you a free estimate and get the materials here in the U.S. and make it at your home for you. And right now, 75% off labor on the installation of leaf guard gutters, infinity window by Marvin, GAF asphalt roofing, and uh, free heat map analysis, Danny. Yeah. You want to figure out how to make your house the most comfortable? LindisConstruction.com. Oh, you got to do that. LindisConstruction.com or call those good folks at 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Andy Lindis, thank you. We'll talk to you next week here on CCO. Awesome, Danny. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, investing with confidence coming up next here on CCO. Partly sunny today. Believe it. Highs are going to be reaching near 81 degrees. Some showers overnight. Right now, a few clouds and our current CCO temperature reading. Hope you stay with us. 63 degrees in the Twin Cities.